Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one bestseller, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of the medical merry-go-round? Are you looking for a potential solution to your health problem? Be sure and listen to our podcast, The Code Breaker. Welcome in. Good Wednesday morning. This is the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And a couple of wins to talk about today. That's right. Yeah, Ole Miss basketball maintaining their status as the most confusing, nonsensical, whatever adjective you want to use to describe something that is inconsistent and weird, Ole Miss basketball maintains their level on top. Of that crown. Also, baseball had a get right game last night. That's what I'm going to call it a get right game with a beatdown of Memphis and Oxford last night. But first, I want to remind you before we get into all of that, number one, follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky or Facebook, same thing, and my YouTube channel. Uh, just search my name and hit subscribe to the YouTube channel. The morning stream gets uploaded there every day. Eventually, I'd like to do some original content besides the stream, but the stream is there every single day. So new video for you every single day on my YouTube channel. Also, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them and leave a rating and a review. Also, the show brought to you every single day by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. It's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. We are slowly transitioning away from the horrible winter weather that we've gotten and we are working our way back towards grilling season. And get that started at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Go by and see Greg and tell him that we sent you and get one of his daily lunch specials. Let him do the cooking for you on Monday through Friday. But they are open seven days a week. So, all right, let's get started. First of all, on the basketball front. So Ole Miss beats Kentucky 70-62. to I know, I know Kentucky. It's a bad Kentucky team. Ole Miss really didn't do anything to improve their status on the NCAA tournament. More on that in a second. I'm getting lost in what I'm about to say. I don't care how bad Kentucky is. I don't care that they're seven games below 500 as a team. I don't care that they're below 500 in SEC play. I don't care that this is the worst Kentucky team in a very long time. Beating Kentucky, if you're Ole Miss, is always, always, always good. Because most especially, again, I don't care how bad they are this year, the difference in resources, the discrepancy in ability as a program, they're so vast. They are they're in different, not they're not even in, in a different atmosphere. They're in a different solar system. Kentucky basketball. And, and the resources and the under-the-table stuff that allows them to get players and, and everything involved in Kentucky basketball. The attention, the profile, the NBA presence, the, the finances, everything about Kentucky basketball is so different and so much bigger than Ole Miss basketball. So anytime you beat Kentucky, it doesn't matter how bad they are. It's a big deal. Doesn't matter. Beating Kentucky is a big deal. It's the first time Ole Miss has done that since since 2011 when, if I remember correctly, it's when Chris Warren hit that game-winning three, right? Uh, it was actually a pledge. 2011 would have been, yeah, so it would have been this game when Chris Warren hit that game-winning three. I was a pledge in my fraternity, and um, 
they knew, the actives knew that we really wanted to go to that basketball game, but we had uh, left the house a mess uh, a few days prior, and so they wouldn't let us go to the game right away because we destroyed the house. We were idiots. We deserved it. If I remember this story correctly, so they kept us until about halftime of the basketball game. And we rushed over at halftime and got there to see the second half and got there to see Chris Warren hit that game-winning three. And that was a cool, cool moment. It was a long time ago. But first went over Kentucky since 2011. It's a big deal. I don't care how bad Kentucky is. The resource discrepancy between the two programs. I mean, I've been I've been really hard on Ole Miss basketball this year because the inconsistency is frustrating. It's It's been miserable. I cannot imagine sitting through these games every night and just having such high hopes for your team and then them showing you at times that they were good enough. They are as good as you thought they were and then other times losing to Vanderbilt or Mississippi State at home or to Georgia twice or, or Dayton, all these games. I mean, Ole Miss should have five or six wins that they don't have right now. It's so frustrating, but it doesn't matter in this context because beating Kentucky is always good. The differences in resources are so vast that it's it's not even fair that they play in the same league. And yet I've been highly critical of Ole Miss basketball, as I should have been. Fans have been very disappointed with their product, as they should have been. But could you imagine? I mean, people around here would be calling for heads to roll if Ole Miss was 8-15 and 15 right now. Be calling for heads to roll. J- rightfully so. And you guys love baseball more than you do basketball. And here's Kentucky, freaking Kentucky at 8-15. and 15. It is mind-blowing that they're this bad. And you guys would never ex- accept this from your program. So imagine what Kentucky fans are feeling today. All of the time and money and resources and everything they put into their program to get this product. Imagine how they're feeling today. Oh, boy. So it's a big win. It's always big when you can beat Kentucky. I mean... The series, understandably so, has not been in your favor. There's no spinning it. Beating, I don't care how bad they are. Beating Kentucky's, it's a big deal. It's always a big deal. And it, again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago on this podcast. It shows the character of your basketball team. Yet again, they were given a reason, and it's their fault, uh, to give up. I mean, after losing to Vanderbilt, most people, myself included, just figured it effectively ended their chances at the NCAA tournament. And that's not a conversation we should have until Saturday, if they're playing Saturday in Nashville. Then maybe we have that conversation again. Until then, it's a waste of time. But they could have laid down. Kentucky's probably more talented than them, and they could have laid down, and they could have just you know, taken their beating last night and you know, gone through the motions against Vanderbilt and then gone home for the year and, and just been done. But they didn't do that. They're inconsistent. It's frustrating. But it, again, like I said before, it does feel like you've got a team full of high character people because they could have laid down and they could have not played well last night and nobody would have even noticed, really. But they didn't. And they go and beat Kentucky for the first time since 2011. So, as I said before, I'll say it again. It seems like you've got some good character um, in that program right now. So, although they've been really frustrating and just so hard to watch at times. You have that. It's not all bad. It's not all bad at all. On the broadcast last night, they were talking about 
Carl Ravitch and company were talking about Ole Miss playing their way into the four seed. Um, I looked at it. That doesn't seem possible. And then Neil McCrady has said in more detail um, that it's really not possible. They kept saying on the broadcast last night that Ole Miss was playing for the double by in Nashville. And, and just like you pull up the – the standing is you're and you're like Carl. What are you talking about? Like that's not possible. What are you talking about? They they aren't playing for a double buy. They mathematically can't get there. And so I'm glad that uh, it's been clarified because I didn't know where that was coming from, and I just kind of believed them. And I, I saw some people on Twitter say the same thing that yeah, Ole Miss is, you know, they're playing for the double buy. They need a little help, but you know they can get there and and you look at the rankings and you're like, that's not, that's not possible. The best they can do is five. So I don't know where that was coming from. It just, I don't know, but that's not possible. And uh, shout out to, uh, to Neil and, and others for clarifying that because it's not possible. They could get to the five, but that would require, um, Ole Miss beating Vanderbilt and Tennessee losing to Florida. That's what that would require. So it didn't make any sense. And so if you're if you were listening to the broadcast and believed him, no, Ole Miss cannot get the double bye. It's not possible. They can. I mean, I know people love having the tournament conversation. They can play themselves back into the NCAA tournament, but again, like I said, the conversation is not worth having until Saturday. If they can get to Saturday, then then the conversation's different. Uh, until then, it's it's really kind of a, a waste of time. But it was a good l- night last night. They were efficient. Um, KJ Buffin was good. Uh, Sammy Hunter made a couple of th- three threes in the game last night. He he gave quality minutes uh, off the bench. It was um, it was a nice win, a, a nice performance from a team that still has yet to quit, even though they've given themselves every reason really to do just that. But as far as the tournament goes, I know people have asked, I, I got a text message last night, you know, wait, so is, does this get them back on the bubble? Uh, kind of. They are in the next four out somewhere in that range, depending on what uh, bracketology you look at. Um, so no, they're, they're not there yet. Beating this Kentucky team while they wear Kentucky on their chest. And I've, spent the last few minutes bragging about how good that is. That's a good win because the resource discrepancy and everything else beating Kentucky is exclusively good, but it didn't help you this year that much as far as making the tournament goes. They've got to get to at least Saturday in Nashville while also not losing to Vanderbilt this weekend for any real conversation to be had. The bubble's bad. The bubble's always bad. Teams on the bubble are going to to lose. That's going to happen. But in order for this to to matter – they have to get to Saturday. They have to win Thursday and Friday at least. And that win Friday has to be over like a Florida. But I probably um, – I mean, you if you really want it to matter, you probably have to get to Sunday. But the conversation doesn't get real until Saturday in Nashville. So technically there's still a path, but the conversation is not worth having until um, until Saturday. 
And what a season of wasted opportunities. I mean, they are so close. They are so close to being a team to – I mean, we're not having those conversations uh, about on being on the outside looking in on the bubble, having to get to Saturday. They, they lost a close game to Dayton. They probably shouldn't have lost. They lost a close game to Wichita State. They probably shouldn't have lost. I mean, you have the two losses – against Georgia games that I mean you just should not have lost you have the Mississippi State game where they got beat pretty bad but that's kind of inexcusable and then the Vanderbilt game I mean my goodness if you just change four of those six results if they execute down the stretch early in the season against Dayton and Wichita State if they don't just step all over their own feet against Georgia just one of the two times or if they just split Vanderbilt and Mississippi State we're having a different conversation about that team today it's it's about seeding and not um, about being eight spots outside of the bubble. Just a season of frustration, inconsistency, and missed opportunities for this team. So there's going to be a lot of pressure. I mean, barring some kind of crazy run, there's going to be some pressure uh, going into this season, and, and there should be. But man, what a frustrating year because you saw it in flashes of how close they were and that they are as talented as you thought and they were as capable as you thought, but they just, for one reason or another, just could not win the necessary games. It's so frustrating, but, um, I mean, a lot of you guys would say that's life as an Ole Miss fan, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, what, what's the point um, of being a fan if they're not going to break your heart a time or two? <laughs> I swear, there are some fan fan bases that um, just existing as a fan of that school builds character, man. And, and Ole Miss is one of those one of those places. I mean, even the good times, there's something negative about them. I mean, Ole Miss won a Sugar Bowl, and and the the year later, everything came crashing down. I mean, it just even the good stuff is filled with inconsistency or bad. And so, um, I think you guys, uh, you've built character. As fans, I don't know. I, I respect fans like uh, like Ole Miss fans and, you know, places like that where you guys have been through it. And at times you've had nothing but incompetence and leadership and coaching and otherwise, and yet you guys are still here. You're still here and you're still fier- fiercely loyal. I respect the hell out of that because uh, it's tough. Now, it's not built for everybody, that's for sure, but – um what I'm saying is any good thing that happens to you as a fan, you guys deserve. That's what I'm saying. You Anything good that happens. If your football team's good, you deserve it. If your baseball team breaks through, you deserve it. You guys have been through some shit, man. You really have. So whatever good comes your way as fans, you deserve it. But uh, anyway. Baseball, last night. So like I told you before, I'm not going to spend too much time I'm not going to spend any like major breakdown of a midweek game or anything like that because, look, Ole Miss is significantly better than Memphis. And so good teams are supposed to beat bad teams 16-4. to four. Uh, There was one thing uh, really important last night, though, is uh, Ole Miss, uh, the approach looked a little bit better. Uh, they did not swing and miss at ball four often like they did against UCF over the weekend. Uh, how many walks? Let me uh, pull this stat up. I should have had this, but um, 14 walks, 14 of them. 
uh, Ole Miss. I don't know if you can call it forced or what, but 14 walks last night. And there were a lot of cases against UCF where Ole Miss swung and missed at ball four. Innings that would have stayed alive. Could have been the difference if they didn't do that this weekend. And it looks like last night they may have made an adjustment. Now, it's just one game. You would like to see that happen tonight and then this weekend, of course. But um, that was a nice thing to see. It was really good to see Tim Elko get a couple of hits. I mean, he's he's been struggling this year. And to see him just hit a tank bomb last night, uh, see the ball well. Also, he, he had a couple of walks issued, had two hits. That was really good to see because he's talented enough to be in the four hole. He really is talented enough to be there. He's just struggled lately. He's a good enough hitter, though, and it was good to see him break through last night. Justin Bench is just um, such a fantastic utility player for that team. Um, he can play everywhere, and he hits the ball well. I, I just I really like his game. So he had a good night last night. Gonzalez, after the error, recovered and, and hit the ball well. Um, Kale Baker's still struggling a little bit. I don't know how Hayden Leatherwood plays with that that uh, the chain situation he's got. I mean, those are just preposterous, right? Like, how does he swing and play baseball with that much around his neck? It's crazy. It would bother me to death, so I don't know how he does it. But uh, anyway, TJ McCants was good. I mean, Mike Bianco told us on the radio show on Monday that they'll still be without Chatney for at least this week. He's doing more physically, but... Bianco stressed that it was at least this week, meaning it's probably going to be more. Um, Kimbrel stuff is just high level. I mean, it's just elite, man. God, that's the the release from fastball to slider. The difference when when he's winding up and throwing it, it doesn't look like there's any difference until that slider breaks off. It's just it's remarkable stuff. So a really nice win. I mean, just for this team to go through the weekend that they did. To just beat somebody into the ground, I'm sure that felt really, really good. Maybe build some confidence back up, especially with the hitters taking walks, not swinging at ball four last night. That was good. They have another chance at that tonight with uh, with Jackson State. And then hopefully they can do the same thing this weekend with Belmont to where they get humbled, their flaw gets exposed, they work on it, they get that confidence back, and uh, go through that kind of mini-adversity maybe get their second baseman back also here soon before SEC play begins. And then, oh, by the way, there's a chance. It's not going to happen this weekend, but by SEC play, you get your atmosphere back, which certainly helps you, as you guys know. Um, if you want to hear more, I, I gave some thoughts and just kind of like an overview of what to expect on the the new governor's new order and attendance and stuff like that. Ole Miss will not be going to 100% capacity right away. There's just... They have to work with the league office. The league office is not mandating them do anything, but they're still working in conjunction together. Um, and there's just logistical stuff they have to work out. And they were prepared for this. I heard some criticism that, you know, they were prepared or they weren't prepared. And so why are they not going to 100% this weekend? They were. It's just there's a lot of hurdles they have to jump over. And there's a lot of people that they have to talk to and stuff like that. My anticipation is the Auburn series will be close to full, 100%, if not 100%. This is not going to happen right away. But if you want to hear all of that, I I talked about that on the stream. So again, my YouTube page um, or my personal podcast feed uh, or Periscope or Facebook as well. We're in a lot of places on that one. But um, anyway, it was good to just see them beat somebody into the ground last night. They needed that. 
Those guys needed that bad. And then basketball. Um, beating Kentucky is always good. I, I've seen some people like, I don't know how many people actually think this, but talking about how they, you know, this team doesn't really deserve to make the NCAA tournament. Well, it, it doesn't matter if they deserve it or not, because making it is huge for your program. Doesn't matter how inconsistent they were. If they can find a way to pull it off, that'd be great for you. Um, I mean, I, there's no counter argument to that. If they make the tournament, it's great for you. Whether they deserve it or not, it doesn't matter. It helps your school so much if you can make the NCAA tournament. It's just not a conversation we need to have right now. Not yet, anyway. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Always glad that you are with me. And, um, you should feel pretty good today. It was a good night for you last night, for sure. Uh, so uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll uh, I'll be back tomorrow, actually. Do a quick recap if there's anything noteworthy that happens in the Jackson State game. But Keith Carter is going to be on the radio show this afternoon. Uh, so we'll I will bring that audio to you on this platform if you don't listen to the radio show. I'll bring it to you there tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy what should be a really nice feel-good day after your baseball team smoked Memphis, which has been a thorn in your side in the past. And then your basketball team beats Kentucky, which you haven't done since 2011. Really good day. Enjoy it. And uh, until tomorrow, y'all have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.